What's up, dudes? This is two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart, because they're not gay. Yeah. Okay. I'm Nick, and this I'm is Zach. This is Zach, and he was gonna say hey, but then he said I'm Zach instead. That's cool. Because We're I'm gonna... cool. He keeps interrupting my intro. I am. <laughs> okay, today we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, we're going to kind of not get to the the big elephant in the room, which is season, season eight, eight sucks. Uh, yeah, we we all know this. So we're going to take a different approach. We're going to kind of go from the day one, not day one, because we didn't watch it from day one. We kind of got up on the bandwagon. But uh, we're going to talk about season one then season two, and then so on and so forth. And then forth. somehow end up inadvertently talking about how season eight sucks. Eventually. So, season one, the first scene, I still remember it perfectly. Oh, uh, Bran was shooting? No. Sh- the very f- the very first scene. Oh, yeah, the, um... The prologue before everything. Yeah, 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 the, um... Give me a second, I know it. The, the- Watch... They yeah, they, they, they the... don't have memorable names because I actually don't remember their names either. I don't think they had names. <laughs> I mean, they, they did. And, uh, we don't the, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. They died. Fair, fair warning. Uh, I have read some of the books. So if I pull some like, in the books, it was like this. I'm sorry. Just in advance. He's, he's a nerd. Shut up. But he's right. Uh, anyway, so the scene opens with... Um, these four rangers going out from the wall, which still season one, the effects are incredible. The wall good. looks menacing. Like a wall. It, but it, it still has this air of like, how do they even do that to it? And, uh, but yeah, power of CGI. Um, and they go out and if you're watching this or listening to it, I guess, um, well, then you're behind, and spoiler alert. Yeah, first of all, spoiler, I guess. Second of all, I'm not going to explain every detail. Because we all know what happens. But the way they conducted that scene, there was barely any... Not, I'm not going to say there was barely any dialogue, because there was plenty of dialogue. But the dialogue isn't what progressed the scenes. It was the emotions and the actions of the characters. Uh, you were a- You're able to see more in the characters' faces than you were from listening to their voices. Um, the one guy was absolutely scared out of his skin. The other guy was scared out of his skin after they find out that the wildlings have moved. And the third guy is a prick. Which is, by the way, really cool in the books, but I'm not going to mention that. Um, You're yeah. doing it again. Yeah, I know. Um... And then cut. Whoa. I'm going to use that on purpose next time. Uh, And then cut. We go back to Winterfell. Not back to Winterfell. We go to Winterfell for the first time. And we meet the Starks. Mm Mm-hmm. Which have no relation to Tony Stark. Each one of them one by one, which is able to tell you a lot about the character. In the four seconds that they're on screen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Arya... Runs away, not runs away, she's but she, rebellious. She, she gets Girl. away from the knitting class and she annoys her sister, which loves the knitting. So it tells you that Sansa is more of the kind of traditional, proper, proper traditional. A lady. And um, 
Arya is yeah. not. She is She's rebellious. She'd rather be a boy. She she goes out, she escapes the knitting class and goes straight to shooting an arrow, which is what her brother Bran is first seen doing. Yeah. And being but, better at it. Yeah, and she hits the bullseye. On her first Right try. on it. Um, Rob and John Snow, which is not technically a Stark, uh, are watching Bran. He's also not technically a Snow, but we're not going to get into that yet. Yeah, that that's complicated. Okay, so real fast before I say something that I regret. In the books, there are two people that uh, D&D, which is what I'm going to use to refer to Dave Benioff and D.B. Wise, the directors, and the di- yeah, the directors of D&D, I'm going, oh my god. The directors of Game of Thrones, yes, who are referred I will... to as D&D. Thank you. No relation to Dungeons and Dragons. Correct. They sort of combined a lot of characters. Um, like, Sansa didn't even exist in the books, didn't she? Yes, she did. She did? But. Different character. Later in season, later, she's not captured by Bolton. Yeah. In the book, she is still at the Eerie with Littlefinger. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I like Yeah, never mind about the season Bolton. thing. We're just going to talk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we are. So, in the books, there are two characters. I'm not going to name their names because I haven't read it again. I've read it a long time ago. But there's a lost Targaryen, quotation marks, that I am not able to show you. Um, a lost Targaryen that is that has a full backing of the Golden Company to invade Westeros. And that is who Varys, Varys, whatever. Varys. Fight me, Varys. 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 They say it a million times in the movie. Yeah, but in the audiobook, they say Varys, so... Well, the audiobooks are stupid anyway. Actually, no, Roy Detrice talked to George R. R. Martin. Actually, shut the hell up. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, By the way, rest in peace, Roy Detrice. You were awesome. He was the uh, person that read the audiobooks for the Game of Thrones series, which is complicated because now, since he's not here anymore, whenever George Armand finally comes out with the sixth book, uh, we're going to have brand new voices. So that's going to be really weird. It's going to be like switching every single actor because he had such distinct voices. Uh, Tyrion was this nasally kind of... He sounded like he was supposed to sound, in my opinion, because in in the show, he's charming. Peter Dinklage is no homo. He's attractive. He's not a... Uh, in the books, he's described as this evil little dwarf that people immediately consider subhuman until they realize he's a Lannister and that's the only reason he's alive, which is hinted at. Uh, but anyway, John is two characters combined into one because uh, John has not died in the books. No, 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 no. John just died in the books, I believe. And he's not been resurrected. So yeah. I think he might stay dead. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who do you think should have been king or queen at the end? 
Not the end? Shoot. Uh, first, we gotta kind of talk about how season eight was a trash. bit, a, a bit uh, off. It was trash. It, it was a bit uh, off. It was terrible. I agree. It was, it was not a bit off. It, it, was, it was trash. It, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. And and the worst part about it being pretty bad is that D&D kind of just don't acknowledge it. At all. They're just like, oh, well, if you're unhappy with the show, then don't watch it. <laughs> anyway, um, so season seven was pretty lacking in my opinion as well. But it had the ability to be made up with what they did with season eight. Now, there were thousands of directions that they could have taken season eight because they had this rare ability to take this fantastically set up show and give it their own ending. But they used this rather terribly. terribly. Um, there were just so many unfulfilled plot, plot points. There was so much... Uh, um, so many, like storylines that he had been following for seven seasons just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, character motivations gone. Character arcs completely shifted character personalities. Out of the entire personalities, entire like, traits just whole deleted. Way, just all the way up until season seven, Daenerys was portrayed as this loving, caring individual who did bad things but didn't realize she did the bad things. Like, there was one season where she was saving a bunch of slaves and, uh, she crucified all the slavers, but she didn't realize that some of the slavers were actually being kind and helping some of the slaves. See, she does a lot of bad things inadvertently, but then in season eight, they turn they turn her into this completely evil character with that, that's, no. That's like episode. That, that's a later episode. I'm I'm talking about the the first the big mess ups. Yeah, but like they did that out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. The Night King. That was crap. Anyway, it's not memorable. They built up this whole character for seven seasons to be this big, amazing evil. You expect him to be the Lord Palpatine of Game of Thrones. And they kill him like he's a freaking toothpick and the Hulk is walking up and snapping him in half. That's basically... Like My biggest problem with how they killed the Night King is not the fact that Arya did it. It's not the fact that... Uh, it, I, I true it's true that I would have preferred John to kill the Night King, but not because I don't want Arya to. It's because that a victory in this kind of setting has to mean more than combat. You look at Lord of the Rings, Frodo and Sam working together to destroy the ring, they're not just dropping a ring into a volcano. That's not what they're doing. They're overcoming the power and the will of the ring to destroy it. They're not just dropping it into a volcano. That's why the, the eagles would have never worked. Whenever you see uh, Luke fight against Darth Vader, it's not Darth Vader's skill that wins, although that is an aspect. It's his strength of mind. It's not, it's, it's the combat of ideals, not just the combat of skills. The way the Night King was defeated is literally a sleight of hand trick rolling a d20. That's how the Night King was defeated. That's, there were that's it. so many other characters that would have made more sense if they killed the Night King. Like, it would have made more sense for Sam to kill the Night King. 
Yeah, it would have made more character growth too. Exactly. Like, he killed the first white, he's gonna kill the last white. Kill them all. Like, but no, Arya, the, no the, the whole connection, the only reason I can see that she was destined, quotation marks, to kill the, the Night King is uh, Melisandre's vision of her, which, by the way, wasn't Melisandre's vision in the books, which is why D&D kind of wanted to correct that. I know. Um, but she had to kill one person with green eyes, one with blue eyes, and one with uh, brown eyes, I think, or something along those lines. Yeah. And and she killed all of them except for the blue eyes, but, oh, hey, the Night King has blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that no, no. No, it made more sense if like they kept her alive and killed. Why Cersei. was why was John resurrected? Why? Because he was a main plot point. They couldn't kill. I don't know. I'm making that up. There's literally no reason for him to be alive. I was talking about. I was I was being sarcastic when I said because he's a major plot point. Except for the Battle of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. There's literally no reason for Jon Snow to be alive the the at the end though. of season eight. Well, he is the one who found the uh, dragon glass, right? Wasn't he? Yes, but the queen in the north could have done that. Yeah. Sansa could have taken that role very easily. She's had tons of character growth, tons of strengthening of her character to where she would make a fantastic leader. It would have made more sense if they brought John back and he became the king at the end, but he didn't. It would have made more sense if John sacrificed himself to kill the Night King. If the Lord of Light exists in this universe, he takes a life to give a life. That, that's the entire... Not, no, 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 no. Sorry, that's the God of Death. That's, that's the, uh, the Bravo's Church thing. Um, to the God of Death. Not today. I actually really love that phrase, that's by the way. Um, but I... See, now that you mention that, I have a new idea. It would have made sense if Arya died while killing the Night King. Yeah. That would have made a ton of sense. That that follows her entire, I don't, I don't know if you can call it a church. What was what was her training? That, it, was, it was kind of a religion. The, the mask, the many, uh, the, the man of many faces, all that kind of crap. I don't know what it was called altogether. I know it's the, the white and black door, I think, in Bravos, but um, yeah. I don't know if they have a name. The Church of... The, the God of Many Faces. That's, that's yeah. Yep. Uh, which is a super cool concept <coughs> because, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's another thing they uh, screwed over in Season 8 is she goes through and gets all of these skills to switch faces with different people and still their voice, their likeness, and all that... She, and she uses it once, it once in to, season seven as, as and Walder Frey. Never uses it again. Mm-hmm. The only other time it's even brought up, which has no consequences, is when Sansa sees a face in her back that she, again, doesn't use. And there's no consequences. About it. They act like she would see this and she would freak out because, like, oh my God, you're crazy. You have people's faces under your bed, but nothing happens from it. But no, it would have made sense for Arya to take a life and then give one. And I'm going to sneeze. Oh, come on. Sneeze? It, it's sneeze. one of those infinite sneezes, dude. Okay, anyway. 
because it would have fulfilled her character arc. If you think about the episodes after the Night King episode, I think it was four or five, whatever, she, mm. again, doesn't really serve any point. She goes up with the Hound to kill the Queen. But she, then she leaves. She doesn't. She uh, says that Danny's a killer whenever it's pretty obvious. Maybe if she later kills Danny, that would make a little bit more sense. She survives a lot of things she shouldn't have in one episode. Which, and, and the then her, and getting her, destroyed around her. her entire character conclusion is, what's west of Restoros? And I'm going to sail there. The whenever that they... has never been a character motivation for her. Exactly. Never. The only reason they do that is so they can have more TV shows. I don't think anybody's going to get a TV show from that now. I think it's dead. I think that they have enough of the money that they could... I think HBO produce. HBO is open to it, but if it's directed by D&D, then I don't think the fans are going to be open to it. I think that they would bring one out. Like, HBO, the producers would fund it, thinking that it would get good following, but I don't think it would ever... Because they have four planned, but I think after the first one goes out, they're going to realize that the fans think it's pretty bad and it's not going to... It's not going to go anywhere. They're no. not going to fund three more. I, I actually would like to see a series about how uh, Aegon the Conqueror conquered the Seven Kingdoms. That would be good. There's tons of history, tons of history, uh, in a book that is not officially part of the Game of Thrones canon. Not not canon. It's part of the canon, but it's not part of the A Song of Ice and Fire mm-hmm. series. Um, it's 300 years, I think is what it's called. It details how the Targaryens took over. And it talks about uh, the king who kneeled in the north uh, to basically save the north because Aegon could have burned everything. Um, and yeah. then there's Dorne, which was the only kingdom to um, offer peace instead of kind of be forced into peace because they were able to kill I think Rhaenys her, and her dragon hmm. they killed a dragon with scorpions which by the way Cersei didn't come up with or, or Kyburn, Kyburn. Yeah. he never came up with that he kind of takes credit for it in season 8 he didn't do that it by was, the way that's another thing about season 8 that was bad no 300 years ago Dorne came up with that and they used it to kill a dragon um, I, I would just love to see that as a TV show because it would give uh, directors more room, a, a ton of wiggle room to kind of introduce new characters and stuff. Um, they could go back to the House Martell if they're talking about Dorne because everyone loves House Martell for the oh, yeah. five episodes it was on TV. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I think that's where we're going to end it today. Uh, talk to you next week. This has been... Two bros. Chilling in a hot tub. Five feet apart. Because they're not gay. Catch you next time.